I V M. Hey everyone, welcome to Shunya One, episode one hundred and fifty-seven. How are you doing, Amit? How's it going? I'm good, man. I'm good. I got the red background. Hopefully, this is the last time I'm on the red background without you having another yes, red background. Yes, or another color like you mentioned last time. Well, yeah, there is another color. But uh, but I think that uh, the way it's set up, both of us would have the red background. Oh. The other colors would be visible from a different camera. Oh, I see. But our personal cameras would show the red camera. Uh, would show the interesting, red interesting. But is this something to do with Pratidipi branding creeping in? Dude, IVM branding has always been red uh-huh. as well, but it is Pratidipi branding. It is IVM branding. Nice. It is red is a color that we all I use, know, right? I, know. I like it. It's actually clever type branding too now. <laughs> so I like it. Ah, <laughs> I like it. there you go. <laughs> interesting, interesting. But that's also yes. another interesting uh, conversation we have today, and uh, very, very, I would say, not so usual kind of conversation. In the second half, at the start of the second half, he dropped a fact which just blew my mind. Right? I don't want to spoil it for people, yeah. but I, I, I still can't get it. Right? I mean, like, how does that happen? But it apparently does, right? Yes. So no let's not do spoilers. Let's kind of like, you know, yeah, let's push people to get to the second half of the episode. But this happens like within the first few minutes of the second half. And I was just like, what? Yes. But yeah, yes. that was, it was a fun conversation. Yes. We're talking to uh, Rohit Mangzik, uh, founder and CEO of Edu Gorilla. Uh, and, uh, you know, apart from the very cool name, uh, there's a lot of interesting facets of uh, this this interesting edtech startup, which I'm sure you guys will love listening to. So let's take a break and come back and jump right in. Hey, Rohit, how are you doing? Welcome to Shunya One. Hey, hi, Shilat and hi, Amit. Pleasure to be over here. Thanks. Thanks so much for making the time. I know uh, it's a busy day as usual. Uh, I'm sure it's a busy day as uh, usual in every entrepreneur's life. But, uh, you know, you're one of the, probably the first person uh, for a founder we are talking to who is running an entire startup. And of course, you know, I want we want to hear more about the journey. Uh, but you're based out of Lucknow is what you said, right? Right, right, right. That's correct. And sure, yeah, your that's... entire team as well. Right, 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 right. So all the employees, so eighty percent of our employees who work from office, they yeah they work from our head office in Lucknow. Uh, for twenty percent of our employees, the the talent which is really tough to hire. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have them globally, not only in India but outside India as well. And what's yeah, the journey been like? You know, like what's been the origin of this? If you could tell us a little bit about yourself, sure. and then of course how you got into. Edu Gorilla. And of course, I will ask the most common question you get, why Edu Gorilla? Uh, but I'll let you explain that in your... Sure, 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 sure. So the journey began in 2010. Uh, I was studying in second year of BTEC in NIT Swarthkal. And over there, of course, I got an internship in Ahmedabad. And over there, I happened to visit, uh, meet APJ Abduklam. And that was a turning point of my life. Uh, there was a good three to four hour... Uh, discussion with him and he motivated me okay um, early that's the thing that they're in my genes and when I talked with him it came out so um, yeah so he motivated me I started first startup in this college which was into web solutions it went for two years but slowly I realized that I wanted to get into the product sector so and finally I started my first second company which was into career counseling I ran it for three years and I in the meantime, I did job as well. So I worked with Oracle, Morgan Stanley, and DE Show. Mm-hmm. So back in 2016, when I was working with DE Show, 
I happened to visit my school in Farukhabad, Uttar Pradesh. And over there, my juniors grabbed me asking, what's the right school? What's the right coaching center? How to increase right. the chance of getting a government job? So those questions intrigued me. So how I can get an impact in the society. So I left my job. I found that's my calling. When I left my job, I, sh- I came back to my hometown in Farukhabad, with the prime idea of, can I bring all the schools, coaching centers, study mat here under one umbrella? In the first year, I listed around 60,000 coaching centers and 8 lakh 40,000 schools and around 60,000 study material as well. Within a year, we started getting around 1 million footfalls on our web- website every month. So that came out wow. successful. But somehow, I was not able to create an impact in the society. So uh, I, the impact metrics was missing. We did four pivots with a prime idea of how can I increase the success rate of those students. Then in November mm-hmm. 2018, we started the test series vertical where mm-hmm. the idea was if we can get mock test the questions that have, have a very high probability of coming the actual exam. Can I, increase, can I give those questions to the students? Can I help them to solve them? Uh, can I translate those questions in their native language? Mm-hmm. That's how I started the test series vertical. And recently, we have converted into a full-fledged learning solution. So we got uh, books, we got video courses, we got test series, we got uh, notes and everything. So right wow. now, around 24,000 users use us on a daily basis. We got 1,500 exams with us in doing the whole journey, right? So uh, we got six patents as well so far for the last three years Is when it? we shot the test series. The biggest problem that we found over here was government releases the notification 30 days before the exam. So 45 days before the exam. And most share companies take around 30 days just to hit the market with the content. So students have only 15 days to study from. So we wanted to bridge that gap. In doing that, six patents were the byproduct. We have, we have been able to decrease the 30 days window to five days. So as soon as the exam notification is out, in the fifth day, students get the content. Uh, they are able to access it to our books, to our website, app, and all that. Wow, that's a lot of uh, innovation that you you know spoke about in this uh, in this journey. And of course, you said that the test series product first sort of started in 2018. 2018 was when I mean edtech was already around. Obviously, edtech has become huge in the past year year and a half. But uh, you know what made you sort of jump into this in the first place? Saying you know you'll do one more uh, sort of uh, play uh, at you know solving people's uh, exam. Uh, exam test series, test prep, basically, as the right. sector is, right? So, when I made a deep dive into the segment, I found that everyone knows about ITJ you need. Um, mm-hmm. And ITJ has only 14 lakh applicants. Students for the government job. So, for example, for Uttar Pradesh TET, that's for the primary school teacher vacancy in Uttar Pradesh. Uh, mm-hmm. Around 25 lakh students for that exam, just for 5,000 jobs. For MP police constable, around 23 lakh students for that exam, just for 6,000 jobs. So these exams mm-hmm. are even tougher than the well-known exams in India, IT, IT mm-hmm. need, mm-hmm. CAT, and all that. They're not targeted. No no big player is focusing on them. That's the first problem. And second, the ones who are who have focus on them, uh, they don't have the impact metrics with them. They just provide the content. They just provide you with the videos. But the end-to-end mm-hmm. uh, loop closer, as you say, uh, is mm-hmm. not there in the segment. Uh, the impact matrix was missing over here. So when we came in over here, the whole idea was we might not target the whole country, but we might have a subset to that. But our students should have much higher chance of selection than anyone else. So across the sector, only 19 out of 10,000 students get the job. 
And in Adigoila, 740 out of 10,000 students get the job. So we increase the chance of selection by 14 times. So that's the wow. number that we boast about. And that's the only metrics that we have. So why why are other larger ed, uh, edutech players not uh, focusing on this? Right? I mean, like you mentioned, that being the first part of the equation. What 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 prevents them? Because again, I mean, like you know, some of these folks have raised mad amounts of money. They have really really capable folks over there. What uh, uh, you know? What what makes it? Uh, what 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 makes this a sector, or what makes this a series of exams which they're not uh, pushing? Sure. What, so, are, what are the challenges that you feel that, you know, that they are letting go and allowing you the opportunity? To, uh, allowing is not a good word, but you know what I mean. Sure, 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 sure. sure. So, biggest constraint lies with the uh, gestion time model. So, government releases the notification just 45 days before the exam. Uh, they, in, in, our, in our country, we get on 4,000 exam notifications every year. So, a company cannot focus on all 4,000 of them. They have to be very selective. And the selection process itself, you should take on three to four days. And then when they figured out, okay, that's the exam that they want to venture into, they need around 20 to 25 days to develop the content. And then around seven days to make that content available to the students. So the whole process, you should take on 30 to 25 days to hit the market. And that's the same problem across all the companies in India, whether at tech or a publisher or a coaching center, all of them. Conventionally, if you go with the conventional method, if you do it manually, for example, if you have to check whether you will get the right ROI in any exam, uh, if you do it manually, if you work on your gut feeling, if you collect the data manually, it will easily take three to four days. So what we did was, uh, since I came from a, a hedge fund and whole IT stuff around me, uh, my co-founder is a big shot AIML guy. So uh, the thought process was, can I bring in technology? Can I leverage AIML to make sure to get to do all these redundant tasks um, using our software. So the first step, which we should take on three to four days for company to understand whether they, they should venture into any exam, we take only um, one and a half days. The second step to develop the content, we so in the first step we got two patents. Then uh, in the second step where we develop the content, we are able to leverage the existing data bank that we have, the existing videos and everything. So through that we are able to. Bench into any exam in one to two, one to three days, which most companies take on 20 to 25 days. So, and over there as well, we got two patents. And then to hit the market, for example, if you're a publication house, you will print one lakh copies of that book. You will send it to your distributors and then distributor will send it to the shopkeepers and then Justin can buy it from there. We, for example, we leverage just-in-time printing. So if you order my book from Amazon, in the first two hours, a PDF file will be generated. The next three hours, uh-huh. it will be printed and bind it together. And it will be shipped to those steps in two days. So we have removed the whole redundant processes over there. It's all tech driven. And when we have tech, wow. we are able to, uh, so for example, uh, we use more engage internally. And to that, we are able to uh, tap in, into each and every activity of the user. Okay. Uh, we bucket the users in different categories and then we target them based on their performance. And then we go more and we get more and more individualized with our students. So that's how we are able to deliver the impact over there. Very cool. I mean, of course, I'm absolutely familiar with personalization, uh, like you mentioned. And I think, you know, doing it at scale is always the challenge, right? And what you mentioned, the the six patents, I think uh, they're all sort of, like you said, tech patents, which means you're actually using uh, technology to do very deep, you know, all of these 
processes which you typically which others typically just take for granted as grunt work uh, faster okay. at the same time you also mentioned like is this uh, and then you have this entire team right in lucknow like you said the entire team so how is your tech team sort of uh, distributed what are the kind of folks you have on your end solving for edtech because it sounds like you are really heavy on the tech side of education while also sure. solving very unique educational aspects of the problem sure so being in lucknow it has been helpful for us in terms of tech hiring because all the students in the vicinity of lucknow who don't want to travel to other uh, cities right there is always a big chunk of those students of those employees who want to do that uh, for them edigola is probably one of the best destination to work with the pearls the cherries that we have is probably one of the best in this uh, locality so there's one way how we are able to attract good talent pool in tech that's the first part second is uh, my co-founder shashwat he's a billion ai ml guy he is genius in deep learning and all that so he has been more uh, taking your feature every every innovation that we have versus the tech the second part uh, the third uh, goes in with respect to the uh, local connect so the highest number of applicants for government jobs come from up bihar jharkhand and all of that and since we are based out of lucknow we are able to interact with our students in daily basis they come to our office they we talk to them we ask them okay do you like our product is it getting an impact in any question in any text in any video if they are not able to understand we get the feedback there and there we don't have to travel to other places we students are next door that is probably the third major factor that has mm-hmm. helped us in getting the right impact so we know okay if we are able to if writing even a single word is it are our students going to consume it or not nice and you know before we go into the details of the tech and the product a little bit more like how has the scaling for this been like you started out with those initial test series a few of those exams uh it's been like uh you know three four years since then how have you exactly scaled this like what's been the vision to scale it uh, or if i may ask sure in the state one apple exams the scale is always a challenge for all the companies that have ventured into it because the pattern of the government jobs they change very frequently there's no cyclicity yeah. over there and um, they are so you can reuse the same content basically exactly which others and do they are from state exactly and they're on eight states and eight union territories and each of them has 84 departments and each department comes with four different types of vacancies every year so there's a lot of unorganized data that flows in over there so the first idea over there was can we leverage on uh, deep learning to get everything in under one umbrella and then take out meaningful information over there so for example if we have to select uh, which which exam should i venture into what will exams sh- should be in our purview for the current month there is no human that that tells it to us it's a software that does all the calculation and then give us the number okay all these exams we shall venture into that's the place where we will be able to wow. get the highest impact so over there tech has been able to help us number one the second factor over there was was the hybrid learning so in every video so all our videos are connected with a test series and test series are connected with our notes so it's a complete solution that we give it to our students so the way we have internally structured it is uh, there is no nothing works in silos uh, mm-hmm. so if you take a subscription you get the whole bunch of uh, knowledge bits from each and every mm-hmm. tool we have they combine into one solution 
So that is the second thing that has helped us. And you know, uh, you know, again, before the the obvious question, I guess I think you were tell, sure. sharing anecdotally earlier, like why are you gorilla? Uh, and sure. is this what you, by the way, started out with on day one also? Was it always fact, the plan? Was it always the name? In fact, I did. So when I started, uh, the whole thought process was uh, the education sector in India is enormous, right? We got 26 crore students in India. Um, around 7.5 crore students write the state level com- uh, competitive exams. And to move that, so no one has been able to historically move the whole segment as such, right? So to create an impact, you need something really massive, something that is transparent, something for which a student can resonate. Gorilla is a symbol of that. So it's massive. It stands for transparency. So that's how we got Gorilla, Edu and Gorilla. So that's why most of our internal softwares, internal products for coaching centers as well, they are named as uh, Gibbon, for example. It's uh, the same Uh, breed of Gorilla. We got Tibbat. Gorilla lives in a mountain, so... We got Tibbat over there and all that. Wow. So it's a nice theme you guys got going on your internal stuff as well. But, you know, Rohit, everything you've just shared shows that obviously the massive opportunity uh, that EdTech in general has, right? Uh, And you guys have been doing this for some time. You've gone very deep in uh, so many things that you just shared, right? Going deep as in the process, going deep in the... Even choosing which exams to go after. Yeah, is something you guys seem to have automated and scaled. You know, what is that? I would say, you know, how do you, you, you obviously are a big believer in metrics and, you know, tracking everything and measuring everything. You mentioned you close the loop as well, right? So that means you do test prep and test series. So do you, do you also look at like the other two side, the other sides of the system, like, you know, admission application, like the, how, how do you ensure that, you know, you're a, you play a significant part of the student's life cycle for whichever exam that they are uh, participating? Sure. So as I mentioned, we cover the 360 degree aspect of to the time you clear, the, you get the government job. So the first part that reveals over there is status of government jobs. Yeah. Did you have to like officially be a part of the empanelment with the government or something like this to get access to anything like this? Or is this all, are you working off of just public data and public APIs and whatnot? Uh, we are working with the public data. I uh, Officially, we, you cannot be a part of all the, all the government agencies, right? So there are 28 states and 8 union territories. And each of right. them has 84 departments. You, you can't be part of each of them. Over there, we, in fact, we got four people just to look out for the information of what all vacancies are coming up, what's happening in the market, wow. and then give us, put that data in the system. Okay, that's what is happening. There's a lot of unorganized information, right? It's an uncharted territory so far. We are able to collect all that information and then we give it transparently to our students. So uh, right from the getting the information of which exam they should focus on, playing the exam. And then we have a mock interview segment. If you have cleared the exam, you get mock interviews free of cost. And over there, you can talk with our faculties. You can talk with our um, experts who have cleared the, those exams in the past. You can get the interview tips and then go for an interview. So till the time you get a government job, we are with you. I want to I want to dig a little deeper into sure. uh, you know some of the aspects of this because it's very different from the traditional edtech like you mentioned. Right. Uh, and I'm sure the the student base you deal with is also. Uh, fairly unique in what their you know aspirations and needs and everything. So, but we're gonna take a quick break uh, sure. and come back and talk some more, Rohit.
Hey, welcome back, everyone. And uh, Rohit, uh, you know, you've been sharing so much about, you know, the journey so far and the kind of unique uh, value prop that Edugorilla does. Could you tell us a little more about, you know, uh, exactly how you're still sort of trying to differentiate from the rest of this uh, edtech market now, right? Uh, now that you have, you know, significant, I would say, you know, in, entrenchment into this base, you've brought to the front foot, uh, you know, this, this market is massive, these unique state-wise exams and these very different sort of sliver of, you know, education requirements are still big enough to run a business. Has this attracted the rest of the more, uh, you know, visible tech community? Is, do you see increased competition getting into these places? And if yes, how do you continue to, in, you know, stay, I would say, ahead of the curve uh, with that? Sure, sure. So, shall I say, uh, each and every acti- activity that we do, even if, even if you meet the department heads in Adigoila, uh, mm-hmm. you'll find that each and every member in the company is different. Uh, it's completely unconventional. The, right from the way we acquire the user, the branding, the how we deliver our content and everything. So for example, across that tech, you might have heard that uh, the CAC was between 1500 to 2500 rupees. In Love, yes. we have been able to increase decrease it to less than 300 rupees. We got books. Wow. We are not a conventional publication house. Still, we got 350 books with us. And we are able to sell more than 20,000 books every month. Then we got some 1,500-odd apps on Play Store. You haven't seen that many apps. I, I can buy. Wait, wait, wait. How, sorry, how many plus apps on Play Store? 1,500 right. yeah. apps. That's what and I was just that, I was really remembering. Wait, yes. What? Right. And to do that, we have only one person that takes care of all the 1,500 apps with us. Wait, this, right. the, I, I'm just trying to get my head around that. You have 1,500 apps. That's correct. Uh, 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 sorry, Rohit, explain yourself. Why do you have sure, 1500 sure, apps? Sure, sure. So, I, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have known that. Okay. So, I will, I I will give you both uh, yeah. operational aspect and the marketing aspect. Why do we have it? So, the, with respect okay. to marketing, if you search for any exam on Play Store, you will probably land up in our app. My wife, she was preparing for one exam. She didn't know that Edigola provides it. And she searched for that exam on Play Store. She found Edigola app over there. There's just a uh, case on Monday, <laughs> three days back. So uh, that is one <laughs> way for us to do the user acquisition. It comes at a very low cost, customer acquisition cost. Mm-hmm. In terms of operations, right? Uh, you, might have, you might think okay, for 1,500 apps, I might have 10 so people working on that, right? So there's a conventional way if you want to manage so many apps. In Edigola, we have one resource for this project who takes care of all the 1,500 apps. Right from publishing the mm-hmm. exam, publishing a new app, to updating, updating it and everything. The core idea is when you install our app, the code base is same. You end up in using the main app of Edigoila. It's just the right. listing Shell that happens over there. That is one way how we are able to do the user acquisition at a very low cost. Oh, okay. So it's like uh, one of the, uh, what, what are those called? Like Twitter is right now, uh, progressive web app types things, right? So it's basically the same app being played on like all these different surfaces. So it's basically server-driven rather than app-driven, if that makes sense. Not yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if the, of the architecture being like that, but yeah, ultimately, or I think the users all get acquired on the same backend. Right. But no, I, I thought you said same code base, which is why I thought that, right? right. You, you, you said same code same base, code. right, for the app yeah. itself? So we can have a deep dive over there. The, all the code base is on our server. There is a code base for our apps as oh. well. It still okay. be able to do it. So all the apps are native apps. Yeah, no, sorry, sorry, no. It's just giving me ideas. Should we create apps for every one of our shows? 
question. You can. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a very interesting yeah. strategy. And to be honest, I've not seen too many people it is, do it. Yeah. I, I remember, Rohit, like I said, having seen that, you know, and found it very unique, uh, trying to understand why. And now you've shared the reason why. So user acquisition, right? So when someone searches for that particular exam, they find the app yeah. and they inherently become part of, uh, you know, the community. The Correct. Right. So, exactly. so now that this has become so popular, right? Like uh, earlier question I was asking is like, how do you, you know, uh, obviously there's big business here, right? You guys are right. making revenue. You have low cost of acquisition. It sounds too good to be true, right? It's a, it's a great mix of, and it's a great sort of India story as well, because you're addressing probably a lot of tier two, tier three towns uh, with all of these uh, students from these towns. So how do you stay ahead of the curve and how is this, uh, has this and uh, you know garnered the interest of the larger edtech community and the VCs and you know by now? Sure. So in terms of our growth, right? So we launched in November 2018, and in the first year itself we got 400 percent growth, and then the last financial year we got 350 percent growth, and over the last six months we got 230 percent growth. Wow. In the next six months we are targeting around 250 percent growth only for a six months time frame. So mm-hmm. yeah, in terms of growth, we are able to make it. Substantial. In terms of funding, we got a pre-series A and uh, VC with us and heading for the next round. And yeah, things are going great over there in that space as well. In terms of PNL, we are positive. We are one of the wow. very few in the country. PNL positive. It's because of the low cap that we have. It's because of the operation of efficiency that we have been able to bring, considering the PNL of the company, right? So that is a core of the company, right? So uh, yeah, we are able to grow in that aspect as well. Yeah, so these are some of the aspects. That- nice. And, you know, uh, you also mentioned that you don't, uh, you, everyone in the team is sort of unique and they bring something very unique to the t- table also, right? What What are some aspects of the, you know, the culture side of things you can tell us about, especially given that you have such a large team in Lucknow and it's a little different from most of the people we talk to on the show where they're, you know, a bunch of engineers in Bangalore or obviously folks like us who have tech in Bombay. How have you been able to sort of keep the culture uh, of your company uh, intact with your team in Lucknow and the global uh, team like you said. And what makes you unique? If you can talk about it. Sure, 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 sure. So in the culture aspect, the three values uh, that are very keen, that are very uh, common among each and every employee of Edigol, each and every team member over here. And we make sure that all the three values are uh, inculcated right the day when you come to Edigol for an interview to the Day you join and then till your last day, right? So yeah, so we make sure that our core values are um, propagated in the whole organization. So we got three values. First, always look for a bigger picture. Mm. You, if you are scaling up, you will have losses in the short term. You might not like the uh, KPIs that are with you. You might, you might feel that you are getting failed, right? But if you have a bigger mm. picture, you will be able to grow. So forget about the short term losses. Look for a bigger picture. Second. Always be hopeful. As a startup, you are bound to fail, right? So, for example, in, in a, at any point of time, we have around six to seven different innovations going on in the company. And mm-hmm. 90% of them fail. So, mm-hmm. always be hopeful. that Okay. So, to get six patents, there's a story of uh, 50 different experiments that were failed and six were successful, right? So, right. yeah. So, you have to be hopeful, hopeful for when you have failures. Right, so we celebrate our failures. And third, uh, have empathy, have the cultural bit, have the. So, for example, we being in Lucknow, we have 
way too many festivals, more than what we celebrate in any part of the country. We have way too many holidays by government. So we celebrate together, have fun together. So uh, each and every person knows about each and every person in the company. So it's our Very family nice. that, that we have built over here. Very nice. I mean, that's rare also, right? Given that, uh, you know, in, in today's world, everything's A, remote, it just makes it harder. And B, if you're in like one of these metros, uh, the tech talent especially is so, you know, unattached. Again, I'm not, I know I'm not speaking on behalf of everyone here, but uh, I'm just sort of echoing what most HR people complain about. Saying that <laughs> it's everyone's so flaky about where they want to join and why and whether they want to stick around and then, you know, the job option. So, uh, it's a matter of fact, when a new employee joins at Goyla and especially if he's experienced, he takes around three to four months to uh, come to our culture, to our open culture, right? So, especially for the tech pool, um, they are comparatively more introvert, right? And for them to open up, it takes around three to four months. But when they open up, they become part of family, right? So, slowly. And, that's why we probably have one of the very low attrition rate. I, I don't complain about attrition anytime. So, yeah, uh, yeah. people stick with us for a longer duration. That's very nice. Uh, is your personal background like from Lucknow? Uh, I mean, like, where, where have you been? Because I mean, like, Lucknow seems like a unusual choice to start up in, right? I mean, like, so, I mean, like, is that where you're from? Right. So, I was born in Lucknow. Then I shifted to Farukhabad when I was in first class. And then Kanpur in 11th, 12th in Kota. And then I was in South India for around nine years and oh, then came to Lucknow on right. four years back. So, yeah, for Lucknow, for me, it was a, yeah, it was a place I was born in, but uh, never lived over here. So, yeah, but I had the roots from Lucknow. I just, I, I just find it really interesting that that's uh, like, again, you know, benefits you're mentioning, right? Access to students without much competition. Certain people are not going to want to leave. This seems a very interesting way for like, you know, startups to happen in all kinds of small cities because those similar kind of benefits, I think, would accrue to them, right? I think uh, like like you hear about people in Bangalore and Bombay, like, you know, it, it, these are like death matches for like employees, right? I mean, like people are just, it, it's impossible to find people. So I mean, like it's a really interesting way to kind of approach the whole, uh, and again, I'm not saying that you did it simply for this particular reason, but it's an interesting kind of, you know, second order effect that, uh you're able to kind of get uh, this kind of lack of attrition by by being in a smaller town. I find that really yeah. cool. Hey, in fact, most of the startups started moving towards tier two cities, right? That has been a trend recently. It's the access yeah. to talent pool on uh, the people who don't want to go to other cities. Uh, and it's uh, something that you are giving back to society as well, right? So you are helping your whole ecosystem where you where you were born. and you're helping the people to grow over there as well. So, as a matter of fact, we, we never realize it, but uh, 60 to 70 percent of the people choose to stay in their hometown. Very few mm. people, around um, 30 to 40 percent, they are ready to go to metros. And that audience, 60 to 70 percent people, uh, they are always left behind. They have talent, but they, they want to mm. live with their family as well, right? So, mm. yeah, it's a good right. opportunity to tap in. No, that's absolutely true. And, you know, uh, obviously very different from what, like I said, we hear about the situation in the metro where everyone's just scrambling for talent all the time. Uh, it's it's good to see and good to hear uh, that this still is a good option for uh, startups to think about and future founders. In fact, you know, on that note, like 
what would you recommend to people who are listening, uh, let's say, who are trying to build in uh, the ed tech space or even any other space for that matter uh, and probably are based out of, uh, you know, non-metro cities. Uh, and if you want to do a shout out to, uh, you know, if you guys are hiring, uh, where they can reach you, where they can come and talk to you and uh, anything else you want to talk about. Sure. So my learning for other founders is, first, always stick with the fundamentals. Uh, be resili- resilient, be persistent about it. But uh, being fundamental, uh, sticking with the fundamentals is the key to growth, right? You have a much longer duration to go for. You are not building just for the valuation's sake, but you are building an impact in the society, right? A firm that can last for many years, early centuries or decades, mm-hmm. right? That's the first first learning that I had. Being persistent, being resilient, it's, yeah, everyone knows about it. Everyone talks about it. So, these are two learnings I had. Uh, mm-hmm. With respect to, yeah, uh, they can, yeah, you, you guys can always reach out to me at uh, on Twitter at my handle is at Rohit Manglik. Uh, you can reach out to Eddie Gorilla at Eddie Gorilla on Twitter. We are on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. So, wherever you want to interact with us, we are over there. Um, yeah. Awesome. Great. Uh, I'd also just like to quickly remind everybody uh, we appreciate ratings, reviews. Whatever you may do, it helps us to kind of spread the word or tell somebody about the podcast. If you enjoyed listening to Rohit's conversation right now, tell somebody else about this conversation. That would be helpful to us as well. So please, we do appreciate the support. Absolutely. And uh, Rohit, you know, to you and the entire team of uh, EduGorillas, of course, uh, uh, we're looking forward to where you guys uh, scale next. And clearly, there's so much left to, you know, unravel for the students of India and everywhere. So, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thanks, Amit. Pleasure connecting with everyone. Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Shunyuan is brought to you by Intel. Performance made flexible. That's how wonderful gets done.